Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Good morning. It's Monday the 6th of November here in London. This is the Bloomberg Daybreak Europe podcast. I'm Caroline Hepke. And I'm Stephen Carroll. Coming up today, Israeli forces intensify their assault on Gaza and effectively split the territory in two. A lack of deals leaves Warren Buffett with $157 billion stuck on the sidelines. Plus, the rise of the far right. We bring you a special report on the resurgence of German nationalism. Let's start with a roundup of our top stories. Israeli troops have now entirely encircled Gaza City, attacking targets both above and below ground. With the Palestinian territory effectively cut in half, internet and phone connections were once again cut off in Gaza. Meanwhile, US Secretary of State Antony Blinken has made an unscheduled stop in Baghdad as Washington tries to prevent a wider regional conflict. Speaking on that visit, Blinken said more needs to be done to get aid into Gaza. We have about 100 trucks a day going in. That's good, but it's grossly insufficient. So now we're working on, uh, on raising that significantly so that more aid in a, in a sustained way gets into uh, Palestinians who need it. The US Secretary of State also met the Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas in the West Bank on Sunday. These visits come as the Washington Post is reporting that the Biden administration officials say Israel's military campaign against Hamas has resulted in too many civilian casualties. Gaza's Hamas-run health ministry says since the war started, 9,500 people have died in Israeli attacks. Meanwhile, Jordan has airdropped medical aid to a field hospital in Gaza City. Amman has been highly critical of Israel's military operations in the territory and last week recalled its ambassador in protest. The country's foreign minister, Ayman Safadi, says that he's concerned about the hardline attitude of some Israeli politicians. Today, a sitting Israeli government, a member of the Israeli cabinet, calls publicly for nuking Gaza. Wipe Gaza out of, from the face of this earth. Kill 2.4 million people. And that should explain why people have lost faith in peace. Ayman Safadi was referring there to comments by the Israeli ultra-nationalist minister Amichai Aliyahu, who suggested that dropping an atomic bomb on the Gaza Strip would be, quote, one way to go. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu suspended Aliyahu from cabinet meetings in response, saying that the comments were, quote, disconnected from reality. The highly charged rhetoric comes as Netanyahu faces growing political pressure over the security lapses that led to the 7th of October Hamas attack in which 1,400 people were killed. To other news, in China's Premier Li Qiang has pledged to protect foreign investors. The nation's number two official promised to boost imports and promote opening up as foreign direct investment turns negative for the first time this century. But Bloomberg senior reporter in Beijing, James Mager, says we should take the message with some cynicism. 
it's not like there's going to be an introduction of new policies to actually expand imports. I mean, the government here has been making the same speech at this same event now for five years since it began in 2018. Xi Jinping, Li Keqiang and now Li Qiang have all said that China was going to expand imports from other countries and there's lots of opportunities in the Chinese market for foreign companies. You know, at the same time with the slowdown of the economy this year, the value of imports has fallen 8% so far this year. And so you're seeing the government is as out there saying China is open, we welcome your business. At the same time, the economy is also slowing. Megger added that China was actively blocking imports from countries like Australia and Canada for geopolitical reasons. Now to some corporate news. Telecom Italia has sold its most valuable asset, its landline network, for 22 billion euros. US private equity giant KKR is buying the strategic asset with the backing of Italy's government, who will keep a key stake. The sale went through without a shareholder vote, angering the largest shareholder, Vivendi, who have threatened legal action. Warren Buffett has more cash than ever before, but few deals where he can use it. Berkshire Hathaway's third quarter earnings show a $157 billion hoard. Bloomberg's Annabel Drulers explains why that's not necessarily a good thing. Warren Buffett, one of the most or the most famous value investor out there, struggling to find in, a value in the, in the current market. Where it is now, the cash, well, a couple of key places. Firstly, a lot of it's parked in short-term or short-dated securities or treasuries. And then they've also continued to uh, put more money into buybacks. So they spent more than $1.1 billion on buybacks in the latest period. And that brings the total for share repurchase this year to around the $7 billion mark. Annabel Drillers adds, some analysts think Buffett may come under pressure to use his pile of money. Despite ramping up Berkshire's acquisitions in recent years, the company has still struggled to find many of the big ticket deals that made it famous. Now, Rishi Sunak plans to create an annual bidding process to drill for oil in the North Sea. New laws could force the regulator to invite yearly applications. The government is arguing that even by the 2050 net zero target, Britain will still be relying heavily on oil and gas. Climate policy has become a political dividing line, with the unpopular Conservative Party being accused of rolling back green policies. And turning to the results from Ryanair, announcing its first ordinary dividend worth 400 million euros or about 35 cents per share through two payments, an interim and final dividend of 200 million euros each payable in February and September. This as the low cost airline uh, reported its first half profit uh, after tax rising by 59% year on year to just under 2.2 billion euros. It now sees its 2024 forecast profit after tax of being between 1.85 billion and 2.05 billion euros. In a moment we're going to be talking about the surge in support for the far-right AFD party in Germany but first a piece that caught my eye this morning from Bloomberg Opinions Matthew Brooker. Now any piece that starts with a quote from Oscar Wilde uh, is always a good a good start to your day I think and he chose the you know we're all lying in the gutter but some of us are looking at the stars to talk about the UK's space ambitions mm. uh, the revamped National Space Council aiming to turn the UK into a superpower in the industry. They've done a deal with the American company Axiom Space, uh, which may see British astronauts launched into space as well. This is a story we've talked about on the programme before. We've spoken to some of the companies that have been involved in the launches 
that have Absolutely. been tried. Yeah. So remember that that launch of a vehicle out of Cornwall uh, a few months ago? We spoke to the company behind that. And also there's a lot of activity in Shetland. So, I mean, it's, Matthew points this out, that in some senses, um, this idea that the UK could kind of rival the US-China in terms of the space race is a bit laughable, although the he Prime Minister... Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos may be forgiven for stifling a yawn. Yes, and we, and we get that. But on the other hand, of course, Brooker underlines, as we have done with those sorts of interviews, the scale of this industry. And actually that the UK, you know, it's fantastic universities, you know, the kind of productivity that a lot of these tack-on sort of space companies that are very specialised in satellite communications, all sorts of things. Actually, the UK is doing really, really well in this high-tech industry. Yeah, no, definitely an interesting piece to read about if you're interested in learning more about the ambitions for that sector. That's Matthew Brooker from Bloomberg Opinion. Well, let's go to the Middle East next, where Israel's military says its troops have entirely encircled Gaza City. This is the US Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, has been continuing his latest round of diplomatic visits in the region, including meeting the Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas in the West Bank. Let's get the latest now from Bloomberg's Henry Mayer in Tel Aviv. Henry, good morning to you. What is the latest that we've learned about the Israeli military operations in Gaza? Good morning. Yes, so overnight, the uh, Israeli army uh, said that uh, it had entirely encircled uh, Gaza City and had effectively cut off uh, the north from the south um, in Gaza. Now, that's important because the um, Israeli army has been urging residents of the north to try and head south and uh, you know avoid the hostilities, which are mainly concentrated in, in that part of the Gaza Strip. Uh, unfortunately, um, what we see is that, you know, there are still very, you know, hundreds of thousands of residents still in the north exposed to uh, Israeli bombing, and it's difficult for for them to get um, to safety. What has that meant for the humanitarian situation in Gaza? Well, the humanitarian situation is, is dire. There really is no other way to describe it. Um, you know, there's no uh, power. Um, the you know, Israel has cut off fuel supplies as well. It says that it, it has to do this. Uh, in order to prevent that from getting into the hands of uh, Hamas, the very limited water supply, the risks of uh, diseases now spreading. And uh, the UN says that food, essential food supplies uh, are going to be running out within the next one to three days. We've been, Anthony Blinken has been visiting not only the West Bank to meet Mahmoud Abbas, but also he's been to Iraq as well. What have we heard from the US Secretary of State during this latest diplomatic tour? Well, Anthony Blinken has brought you know, a very consistent message, uh, which is that the U.S. is calling on Israel to um, pause uh, the fighting in order to allow more humanitarian aid in. The U.S. is also trying to uh, help find a solution for the uh, more than 240 hostages who were taken from Israel on October 7th by Hamas and are now inside Gaza. Uh, but that is difficult because the uh, Israeli prime minister is insisting on uh, the full release of the hostages in order to um, agree to any humanitarian ceasefire, even temporary. Uh, so the, the situation really is, is more or less in a deadlock at the moment. Mm. There's been criticism um, in the US of the Biden administration's approach to the war. Um, what are the chances, though, in terms of, of the, the, the war spilling over? We also, um, you know, the, the, the issue around Iran is very significant. 
Well, I mean, that's one of the main U.S. concerns. Uh, obviously, we've seen, you know, the, the situation on the border with Lebanon uh, heating up over the last few weeks. You know, it hasn't gone beyond a certain point, uh, but we're watching that very closely. Uh, the, the leader of Hezbollah, Hassan Nasrallah, gave this quite incendiary speech uh, on Friday, uh, but it was most people understood it as you know, keeping within certain boundaries, uh, because if we see major rocket attacks on Israeli cities, then you would see the war actually spreading to Lebanon. Uh, regarding the U.S. position, I, I think that they are, you know, it's a cross-party position that Biden has adopted. Uh, there is some criticism, yes, on, the, on more on the progressive wing of the Democratic Party, but I think broadly he enjoys political support for his position. Okay, Henry, thank you very much for bringing us up to date. That's Bloomberg's Henry Mayer there reporting from Tel Aviv this morning. The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Success is more than the final destination. It's a path you take one step at a time. It's discipline. It's teamwork. And it's the drive and passion inside of us that comes before all recognition. It's what Stiefel's been doing for over 130 years. Quietly, yet strategically, Stiefel's become one of the fastest growing wealth management and investment banking firms in the country. Our financial advisors go beyond traditional wealth management to provide clients with direct access to one of the industry's largest equity research franchises and a leading middle market investment bank because success is the drive it takes to keep climbing, the passion to keep investing, the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. Start your journey at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Success is more than the final destination. It's a path you take one step at a time. It's discipline. It's teamwork. And it's the drive and passion inside of us that comes before all recognition. It's what Stiefel's been doing for over 130 years. Quietly, yet strategically, Stiefel's become one of the fastest-growing wealth management and investment banking firms in the country. Our financial advisors go beyond traditional wealth management to provide clients with direct access to one of the industry's largest equity research franchises and a leading middle market investment bank. Because success is the drive it takes to keep climbing, the passion to keep investing, the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. And that is where success meets success. Start your journey at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. 
Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Now we go to Germany for our next story. The far-right alternative for Deutschland party has seen its popularity in the polls rise sharply, almost doubling to over 20% in the last two years. Germany's political mainstream has struggled to find an answer to the AFD, and that is the subject of today's Bloomberg Big Take. Chris Reiter joins us now for more on this from Berlin. Good morning, Chris. Thank you for being with us. The AFD has been on the German political scene for a long time, time but we've seen this recent surge in popularity what's been driving that right. um yeah good morning um the like this round is effectively like um started during the covid pandemic mm-hmm. in the sense that there was a lot of anti-establishment sentiment that was that was um stirred up by the government's lockdown actions and that's been activated in the last couple of years with the new coalition and a lot of some of their policies and a and especially their infighting. And so Germans have, a lot of Germans have progressively seen themselves being, feeling left behind and feeling how Germany is is shifting away from them. And right now Germany is dealing with a number of crises all at once. After COVID came the war in Ukraine and that stoked the energy crisis last year. And then you have policies, especially like this, there was a heating reform in the summer that that made that felt very invasive to a lot of Germans, that the government was basically reaching inside their home, and stepping there, stepping over their bounds. How has the Israel Hamas war affected the popularity or support for AFT? Yeah, well, it's added like an extra sense of tension within German society, and when you see, you know, especially here in Berlin, there's been quite a few pro-Palestinian and and. Um, uh, sort of aggressive kind of uh, demonstrations, and when you're you're like out in the hinterlands of of Germany, it sort of looks like it's just, it just stokes this idea that there's tension in society and that German society is is changing in a way that's rapidly and and dissettling um, a lot of people. Mm. Do you think the party is close to actually getting? Um, real power and and also could it change its policies because you know um, obviously political parties you know can shift in order to address the concerns of voters what does that mean for the for the AFD? If you look at German politics over the last couple of years it feels like the mainstream policies are shifting more towards the AFD than the AFD is modifying their own policies I mean there's a, the rhetoric towards um, migration especially has been more uh, taken a harder line in recent weeks um, and so there, so their first bite of you know chance of getting some sort of real share in power is next year there's three state elections in in Eastern Germany, which is their stronghold, um, but their stronghold has been shifting from the east also to the west, as we've seen in the recent elections in Bavaria and Hesse. And if they get there in those states, they are the strongest party. And so if they continue that trend and if they maintain you know, the strongest party status, they would have the right to form a government. Now, every other party has said, oh, we won't work with you. 
But that's going to be harder when it actually comes down and the votes say, we're the strongest party, we have the right to form a government. And then again, if they don't form a government and there's some anti-AFD coalition in those states, you kind of drive a wedge deeper in society where where basically it says the mainstream is shutting out the votes of the largest segment of the population. And so that's that next year in September, that's when things get can get really problematic and it'll be um, really interesting to see. This is Bloomberg Daybreak Europe, your morning brief on the stories making news from London to Wall Street and beyond. Look for us on your podcast feed every morning on Apple, Spotify and anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can also listen live each morning on London DAB Radio, the Bloomberg Business app and Bloomberg.com. Our flagship New York station is also available on your Amazon Alexa devices. Just say, Alexa, play Bloomberg 1130. I'm Caroline Hepke. And I'm Stephen Carroll. Join us again tomorrow morning for all the news you need to start your day, right here on Bloomberg Daybreak Europe. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.